Well, hey everyone, welcome to the 5-6 podcast. Uh, We had another week of being down in a different room and had to uh, just record in the studio this week, the teaching that we're getting out there to all of you. So thanks everyone for listening and uh, we hope that this teaching really equips you. So this week we uh, we continued in our series on the Ten Commandments. We're talking about, uh, we, we asked the question, do I prioritize my life around God? And the reason we ask that question is uh, is because this week's commandment is all about the Sabbath. And uh, and so God says, remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. That is the fourth commandment that God gives to his people. Uh, and um, so that's, that's what we're looking at today. We're looking at what it looks like to have a week where God is prioritized in that week, where there's a day set aside specifically for worship of him and for rest from everything else. And so I want to just start with the question about priorities. Uh, Think in your mind, if you can uh, identify priorities, what are your priorities? Or even just a bigger question, what are priorities? Here's a loose definition of priorities. Priorities are the most important things in your life. They're the first thing that you think about when you have to make decisions about how you'll spend your time, how you use your energy, how you'll spend money. So besides God, um, and that's like the Sunday school answer, right? God is our priorities. I'd invite you, uh, I'd invite you to think, what are some things that you prioritize, that your families prioritize? What are some most important things that help you make decisions? So take a second to think about that. You know, it's interesting. God has actually given us a way to make sure that we prioritize our schedules around him. And he has given us that in the fourth commandment. So uh, our, our first point, our first question that we ask today is, is, which day is my most important day? And so uh, Exodus 20 verse 8 says this. It says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. So we have to talk about the idea of Sabbath first, because there's this question out there of, well, is Sabbath on Saturday or Sunday? And I think that's like a good question for a fifth or sixth grader to ask, right? Okay. So we have uh, Sabbath for the Jewish people was on the last day of the week, because God worked for six days, and that's what it says in this passage. We'll get to that in just a second. God worked for six days, and he rested on the seventh day. So the last day of the week, which is for us, Saturday. Now, uh, so this is when the Jewish people worship. This is they they set this day apart from any other day, and they followed God's pattern in creation by resting on the seventh day. Now, Christians, Christians worship together and set apart their first day of the week. Uh, we call this Sunday, right? This is our first day of the week. Uh, it's also referred to as the Lord's day. Uh, and we see that in, uh, in a few places in scripture, but, um, we changed this. We made this change. Christians made this change, uh, way back when, because Sunday. So like we think the, the most amazing thing that ever happened in all of history is that Jesus not only died, but that he rose from the grave. And so we asked the question, what, what day did Jesus rise on? Well, Jesus rose on Sunday. That's the day he came up from the grave. So when we, uh, people in the early church, they changed the day that they worship on to, to Sunday because, and they called that the Lord's day because that was the day that Jesus rose from the dead. And so every time we meet on Sunday, we have this opportunity to remember uh, not only the fact that like God has given us this opportunity to rest and worship him, but that our identities are grounded in the, in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. And so 
that's that's the difference. That's why we worship. Uh, a lot of Christians worship on Sunday instead of Saturday. And, and of course, as long as there is a day like set apart for unto God, like I suppose you could like worship on a Saturday night, right? Uh, there there are these different opportunities. But the important thing is, are you setting aside a day that is like your most important day for worship to God? Okay, so then he says this other thing. He says, make the day holy. So he says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. So the word holy is actually an interesting word. Um, it, it's a word that means set apart. It's actually a word that like means different. Make this day different, but not only different, like in, in a special way, in a really, really good way. So different, special, and good. Those three words together all describe the word holy, something that's different, special, and good. And so God is basically saying, he's saying, make this day and keep this day special and different from any other day. God's saying, protect this day. Don't let other worldly priorities come in and influence this day. Make this day the most important day in your schedule. And so our fourth commandment, the commandment that we're looking at this morning is, remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. Uh, Another way to say that is this, make sure that one day every week belongs to the Lord. Make sure that one day every week belongs to the Lord. Okay, so then second point, second question is this, how do I make this day holy? So God gave some instructions to the Israelites. This is what he said. He said, six days you shall labor and do all of your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. So basically, six days a week. God's saying six days a week, people should work to care for their family, to care for their property, to care for the people who are who are underneath them. They, they, they have this responsibility. So six days, you take care of your responsibilities. But one day a week, one day a week, everybody should stop working and remember that God's got this. One day a week, people stop working and remember that God is in control. God is still taking care of things. And uh, no matter how much we work, no matter how much we bear on our shoulders, we'll never be able to fully take care of ourselves. And so that one day a week, we, we remember and we surrender to God and say, God, you still can work even when we're not working. And ultimately, you have everything in your control. So the, uh, the question that I want to ask first is, because um, I, I want to figure out what it looks like for fifth and sixth graders to make this day important and special. But before we do that, I'm gonna, I want to look at how the Israelites made it important and special. So this is one thing they did. They stopped working. Right. Okay. So uh, Israelites, they worked six days a week. They were uh, an agrarian society, meaning they had to like they had to farm. They had to do a lot of manual labor. They had a lot of crops to take care of. A lot of uh, a lot of just like general manual responsibilities. They had uh, a lot of hard work that went into it, and so it took six days to take care of those responsibilities. And so they stopped. They took one day and they stopped working. They rested. They also, this is something else that they did. They spent time with each other and their families, right? Because if you stop working, the natural result of stopping working is you spend time with people. You, you, a time opens up in your schedule to do other things. And so they were able to spend time with each other and their families. The, the, the other thing they did, they worshiped on the Sabbath. They worshiped on the Sabbath. They did things like offering sacrifices. So these are ways that they set this day apart, that they made this day special. 
Okay, so then there's the question, how can fifth and sixth graders make this day important? So we're going to transport this idea of like a special day each week from all the way back, maybe four or 5,000 years ago to today. What does it look like to make this one day every week special, particularly as we talk about the Lord's Day or Sunday, the day that your church gathers to worship? So here's one thing. Like, you can just go to church every week. That's one day to make this special. Like, church can be a thing that you look forward to, that you hope for, because you get this opportunity to not only meet with brothers and sisters in Christ, right, but you all get this opportunity to together worship God, to sing to God, to to hear his word as a, a community. And so you can go to church every week, and that is a way to make sure that this day, this day unto the Lord stays important in your schedule. Here's something else you can do. You can actually work to get all of your homework, all of your schoolwork done in six days so that uh, one day stands out as different. So if you're doing homework every day, it's going to be hard to make that one day different. But if you work to, to just make sure that everything is done in six days so that on the seventh day, you just have the opportunity to rest. You have the opportunity to do things that you love to do, to, to take delight in something, to Uh, to just be able to thank God for the gifts, the good gifts that he has given you. So so get all your work, all your homework, all your schoolwork done in six days so that uh, one day is different. You can find activities that allow you to rest and do those and and thank the Lord for them. So we had somebody in our class mention like, uh, could I go like, could I go fishing? Absolutely, you could go fishing. Like, that would be a fun thing. That's an opportunity for you to get away, to get maybe some peace and quiet, but also, like, do an activity that you enjoy. And on top of that, you get to, you could take that opportunity to also just talk to the Lord, spend time with the Lord, thank Him for this opportunity to be out in creation, right? So, that's an activity that could allow you to rest. So, find activities, think of things that would enable you to rest that you could just be really, really thankful to the Lord for. And I would say, uh, I would say this last one is another way you can make this day important is that you can just make sure you spend time with people that you love and, and you really do love them. You do things that care for them. Uh, you show them uh, different ways that you can love them. You, you talk to them. You have conversations. These are all like really valuable things that we can do to show love for each other. And so um, so my Sunday, like one of the things it looks like, yeah, I go to church in the morning and uh, the afternoon I get, I probably take, I like, I take a nap usually in the afternoon on Sundays. But then after after my nap, we go and have dinner together as a family. Uh, so I get together with uh, not just me and my wife, but I get together with my wife's uh, dad and I get together with uh, her sister and, and brother-in-law. We all get together and um, I get nieces and nephews and, you know, we're, we just spend time. We have dinner together. We talk. We hear about each other's weeks. We care for each other in those moments. And so that's a really, really cool way that you can set that day apart and make it special. Okay, so big idea. Here's the big idea. God, God really, really cares about how I schedule my life. So he cares in two ways. First of all, he cares. It's really important to him that I have a chance to rest. He knows that my body and my mind only have so much capacity, and so he has worked into the the fabric of existence and the fabric of time. He has created the seven-day week, and six days we should work, but we should have a day where we are truly resting. So God cares that I have a chance to rest, right? So God cares about how I schedule my life and that I have a chance to rest, but this is how he also cares. It's really important to God that I get a chance to reset 
my focus on him and and his people with his people each and every week. That that's like a high value for God, right? And this is why he has built our schedules like this. So he wants us to have the chance to rest. He values that. He values protecting our bodies and our minds and our souls. But the other thing is that uh, it, it's important to him that we get the chance to to actually put our eyes on him. There's one day set aside each week that is devoted to setting our eyes upon God, to thanking him for his good creation, to delighting in him, to worshiping him. And so there are these ways that we can set this day apart. And so I just asked the question, like, what does it look like to set this day apart? What are things we can do? And I had kids mention, oh, we could read our Bibles. We could we could uh, pray more, right? And these are things that we should do every day, but especially on this day, we have an opportunity to maybe reflect a little bit on a certain piece of scripture that we really love. Uh, maybe uh, take every opportunity that we interact with somebody uh, to say, Lord, after after we finish with that interaction, to say, Lord, thank you for that person. I am so, I'm so thankful that you brought them into my life. And, uh, and say a special prayer for everybody who crosses our path. But find, find different strategies that uh, we can just take to, to make sure that we are really setting this day apart to honor the Lord. Okay, so so what? That's the question that we ask at the end of each time we've talked for this much time and what so uh, I have, I have this um, I have a concern that you may be a student that doesn't work and you're asking how do I follow this commandment? Because I don't work six days. Like that's not a challenge that I have. So I challenge you to look at something else besides like like work. I challenge you to look at like your school activities and sports that you do. I challenge you to look at the things that you are involved in um, because uh, it's very, very easy in our culture to overschedule your life and actually end up not having a day that's any different, actually end up having activities that run in and keep you from attending church and that sort of thing. And so one thing that you can be hyper aware of is that uh, that you prioritize church attendance and you you say, I'm not going to be involved in any activity that requires me to miss church, that requires me to um, to not have a day and a time where I'm honoring the Lord. And another way we already talked about is just your homework. You could find ways to get your homework done in six days and keep that other day of the week open just so so you have this opportunity to, to take that day aside and really thank the Lord and honor him. So, okay, so uh, another question. What if I can't control where I go on Sunday? So you might have uh, parents who, you, it's just harder for them to make it to work. They might, with the, or make it to church, so they might work or something like that on uh, on Sunday. And so uh, here's here's what you can do. You can find other ways to worship. So you can still make sure that on that day you read your Bible. Uh, you could you could find the Village Church live stream online, and you could uh, you could watch that. That's a, so go to youtube.com and search for Village Church IL. We have our uh, every week we have our worship service that we put up there, uh, and so you could do that. Or you could listen to you could just listen to worship music. You could take that opportunity to do that too. But it, it's just it's more than just making sure that you show up to church. Though it's about showing God with your time, with the way that you structure your week, that God is a priority for you. And so here's the question: What if I've fallen short? Because I can tell you all personally that I have fallen short of this many times. I often struggle to set one like one full day a week aside 
to make sure that I have the 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 opportunity to just thank the Lord, to rest, uh, to 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 just delight in what He has given me. And so, uh, so we have all like we've all really in different ways failed to make God a priority. Like, and that's serious because God set this aside as a commandment. He said, I'm going to give you a structure and a schedule to make sure that you can prioritize me. But you know what? We still fail to make God a priority. We still care about our own wants and needs, and we still try to make the world run on our own when we work, 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 right? But this is the amazing thing. So we we failed God in this way, right? But Jesus still made us a priority when he went to the cross for us. Even when we failed to make God a priority, Jesus still made us a priority. And so we can we can actually change. Like we can look at what Jesus has done for us. And and maybe you've never trusted in Jesus, but you'd like to do that. You can you can look at him and say, Lord, I believe that you have died, that you have risen from the grave, and I know that I am a sinner. And I trust in you for forgiveness and for salvation. And I and then from there you can actually look at what God has done for you. He can forgive you for the ways that you failed, but you can actually work to start making changes, to actually start prioritizing God more in your schedule. You know, like he, even though we don't prioritize him, he still gives us another chance. He gives us more chances to make sure that we can find ways to prioritize him. So that's the teaching this week. I was really thankful for the opportunity to share that with the kids. And so um, I, to share that with all of you as well. And so uh, I um, take this opportunity to just pray and then, uh, and then we will close the podcast out. But Lord, thank you so much for the ways that you bless us by offering us the opportunity to rest and that this is a good, good commandment that you've put in place to protect us. And not only that, but to keep our eyes fixed on you. So Lord, I pray that you would do that. I pray that you would keep our eyes fixed on you. And I pray that you would help all all the people listening to this just develop strategies on what it looks like to just make sure that one day a week is really set aside to set our eyes on you. So Lord, we're so thankful and we pray all this in Jesus name. Amen.